G'day and welcome to the Oceanic Gaming Radio, OGR, for you people that don't know who we are. Um, we're, a, we're a little hub for all things gaming with a little bit of Australian flair, because we're from Australia. But mm. um, my name is Liam Oliver, Captain Perth, uh, Capo, Big Cap, Capster, uh, Cap Napster, um, Cap Daddy, um, and this is me good friend, Grizzle titties, uh, grizzle guts. Uh, <laughs> Timothy, how you going, mate? You going? You going all right? I'm going very well. Good afternoon, folks. Welcome, welcome. Long time no Good see. Good evening. Good evening. A couple of minutes. Yes, my yeah. name is Grizzly. Um, uh, you might know me by s- titles such as um, Grizzly Gaming eighty six. Yeah, know, I'm just talking, talking trash. He's, um, he's, he's big news on the TikToks. <laughs> Everyone's TikToks. talking about his um, his shell jumps. Have you been playing much Mario recently, Grizz? Mate, that's that's one thing. I have not fired up my Super NT since I streamed last. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, it gives a bit of an indication of how much I actually enjoy Super Mario World right now. Actually, that's an interesting one because I feel like there's reasonably well resonated across Super Mario World streams at the moment, Cap, as well. Burnout is a real thing, mate. It's a real thing. Oh, burnout's a big thing in 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 every fucking everything. Mm. You know, you got to be really careful. And I think it's really important to be kind to yourself and give yourself a little bit of TLC when you need it. But it's also, <laughs> I think, a lot of people struggle to identify burnout because a lot of people just want to, you know, you know, hold, hold, hold. Yeah, um, well, keep going. You know, but it's people, not always the best it, way to. It's scary, man. It's scary moving away from something that has bought your channel a certain amount of success, and it it definitely does give you a hit in numbers when you do something like that. Move away from your main game, but absolutely, like I say your mental health always comes first. So, long story short, Cap, no, I had definitely haven't fired up the Super NT for a little while. Um, and previous to this that I was discussing with you, I've actually been playing a bit of Minecraft and enjoying that. The serenity within that game is is quite nice. And oh, dude, crafting, hell yeah, mining. yeah. I think um, we we're talking a little bit on the um, on the pre-show earlier about um, a bit of Minecraft, and um, actually, you can catch the pre-show um, when you watch us on Twitch. That's a, a little thing that you can go and do. Um, keep an eye on the socials for um, for all that information. But anyways, um, yeah, Minecraft. I, I've been um, I've been looking with uh, you know. Looking at the old Minecraft recently, thinking, you know, it's probably about time I jump back in. Have you um, ever killed the Ender Dragon, Cap? I actually haven't. No, I've <laughs> oh, never done that before. Oh, mate. You know, we what? should do I that. I would love to do a hardcore playthrough of Minecraft. Yeah, what's a what's that? How does that work? I think if what's you die, difference? you're dead. <laughs> I'm pretty oh sure. shit! Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. know if I could do that. <laughs> oh, we could probably give it a crack. We'd fucking die wow. in the first thirty minutes, mate. You know us. Maybe we try to like, do it normally first and then see what happens. I don't know. Well, what was the most recent Minecraft um, update that they did? Um, you know, it wasn't Ocean or something. What was that? Oh, Cliffs. Oh, yeah, caves? dude, it was. It was, wasn't it? The Ocean. They, they made it all pretty and heaps of extra animals and stuff in there. Maybe, dude, it has, it has a... Um, 
that's a crazy uh if you play it on PC, dude, like last time I played it, I got ray tracing working and a couple of texture packs, and oh my god, man, like I built a house and I had windows and the sun would come up in the morning and it was like ray tracing beams of light coming through my window. It actually yeah. looked beautiful, really yeah. nice. Yeah, I mean, ray tracing is incredible technology. Actually, I was listening to someone the other day. Um, so I think, uh, well, Dying Light 2 came out yesterday um, and mm. someone was saying that um, they forgot that they needed to turn ray tracing on and turned it on in that game. And they were like, it was nuts. Really? Absolutely nuts. Yeah, but just the way that ray tracing reproduces light and shadow is just like so realistic and and mm. nice obviously compared to the standard way that they they do that kind of stuff it's yeah by the way crazy, but, uh yeah. dying light too i know that we didn't plan to talk about this at all but have you had a chance to have a look at it does it look any good um so look i was gonna go and pick up a copy and maybe give it a quick crack before the stream but i couldn't get one at my local um video game retailer um and so i thought well fuck it um but i've been i've been listening a little bit about it and it seems like it's a bit it's a it's, it seems like it's a really good game but it's not a very good narrative um and there's yeah. a few bugs that they need to clean up but i mean the thing yeah. is like so i think have you played the first game Chris? uh i think i touched it extremely briefly yeah yeah not, not a lot yeah it's they they do parkour insanely well oh, that's like, right yeah and the zombies go real nuts at night isn't that what happens yes that's and, the game yeah yeah, yeah that's okay. the one um so i assume that it's they kind of doing the same kind of thing with the night and day kind of cycle and you're trying to get in between buildings and shit before it turns night and then it turns night and you're like oh shoot but um so i hear that you know they they again they've nailed the parkour and it just it's, it's a fun world to kind of be in gameplay wise but i think um i think mm. it's just you know the whole apocalyptic zombie thing it's been done a fair bit so i think it's um maybe a little bit tedious on the on the narrative side um i mean how many times do you do you know post-apocalyptic cults and stuff like that um in yep. a video game setting and and get away with it and people really enjoy it i mean hey i mean maybe you can reproduce that but i also read a review about it <clears throat> i hope i'm not spoiling anything and you know this is what's coming they're probably going to tweak anyway but <clears throat> the games historically at night time that was brutal around you getting chased and very easily die etc but apparently in what people have played this one it was um uh, like a difficulty scale it's not as difficult and uh you can find your way around the zombies at night time as a bit of yeah. critique for you there so yeah this comes this comes back to that old old age old discussion around accessibility cap how hard you make a game to the point wow. of where you start losing people playing it it's yeah something that you deal with all the time now i feel well absolutely i mean well i mean minecraft can be pretty hard <laughs> yeah but it can also put that on peaceful or whatever you, you know actually dude this is crazy like when i play with joyce um the way that i set it up for her because she didn't like the nighttime cycle she actually you know when you're at a young age cap and you're playing super mario kart and you're steering with your hands and like you get right yeah. involved like she actually legitimately gets spooked out by like the zombies and stuff in there because she's quite young so yeah. i put it on no nighttime cycle and i put it on peaceful mode so the enemies don't attack you unless you go and hit Smart. them first yeah. so that's cool because we can like do all the creating during the day you're still playing survival so you're still like doing all the building during the day and then you can still go down underground and find people and you can attack them and then they'll attack you back it's, it's just a 
good way to That's play actually the game. really smart. I mean, the thing is, though, like, Minecraft does such a good job of, of like, it's not for any particular age group. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, just yeah. jump in and play, and then you can customize it to, you know, your own, um, you know, wants and needs. Um, obviously, it's worked for? out really well mm. for you and, and, um, and Joycey. Um, mm. But, I mean, also, you can mod it to, to till the cows come home as well. It's insane. Yep. Absolutely. I was just looking at the um, the updates that they've done, dude. What have they done? The most recent one was the caves and cliffs, um, and the aquatic one was in 2018, dude. Whoa. <laughs> yes, Excuse my me friend. Saying that that was the. Well, what's the most recent one then? Has there been other stuff? That's or not? Ca- no caves and cliffs. That's the one that I. Oh, caves. So cliffs. caves and oh. cliffs. Yeah, yeah, huge big mountains and stuff in the game now. Yeah. Mm. I just um my audio's been a bit funny, but I just fixed it then. But yeah, so uh what did they do? What's uh new cave biomes such as the sorry mate? Sounding fine to me. Oh, it was in my ears. Uh my my brain. It was in my brain. Um but what do they do? So uh lush caves, dripstone caves, and deep dark with some new cave generation types, also mesh caves as well as a new cave and mountain generation mod. Uh new items or is it relate to caves well uh and there's also new mobs like the warden and the goat and the axolotl dude how cool is it they're still bringing out major content updates for that you know oh, what's dude, kind I, of think, weird? Like, I think they'll just keep doing it though right sure yeah yeah it's a very popular game but I, I never found my groove in that game until just recently i found the the i guess the uh the i was struggled why people really love it so much but i think i, I think i might have it i think i might have i it, think mate. it's just I don't know. Like I said, I think it just bridges so many gaps between age groups, and I think anyone can jump in and 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 find something that they like about Minecraft. But I mean, it's it's one of those early survival games, right? Where, I mean, we, we generally get stuck into survival games. Squizzo, like, did you play Valheim with us, or did you not do that? Yeah, I did. Well, I played actually. I played it with Curdy and Mikey. Uh, I didn't play oh, yeah. it. I think you're playing it with Baz and Pete and those boys, and we had yeah. a. Uh, a different one but yeah we had like a dedicated server and i didn't finish it those boys did i think i got about three or four bosses in but hot dang was that a good game yeah that's fun and i think they're i think valheim's coming pretty close to its um well final piece of content that they're willing to put out for it i think um i think they're getting pretty close to the end of their roadmap so that's had a few few um updates and iterations on top of the um pre-existing game so um that's another game I should probably jump back into, but I, I really enjoyed Valheim. I thought it did a really cool job of like just really interesting um, graphics, like that whole. I don't even know how you describe it. It's almost like I don't know, like PlayStation <laughs> One, yeah, Two. It era was. It was exactly what it's like, like polygon yeah. kind of. Yeah, it did a good job. Yeah, that low poly kind of stuff. But um, yeah, look, yeah. I think um, yeah, interesting freaking games. But I mean, we do get stuck into a few. Like, um, mm. we, we, did we play Rust together? Dude, we did a stream of Rust, uh, a couple of them, and those are some of the most memorable moments I ever had, man. Like <laughs> that, that night when I was streaming Rust, dude, I got so excited. I actually had the police knock on my front door because the neighbors had been robbed and they heard me going nuts that night. And, like they came, <laughs> I showed them my stream setup and like I was still hadn't didn't have any gear, so I'm playing this chick that was naked. But, holding a rock and i was just like yeah it was just like like so you're gonna have to come with us (laughs) you're clearly a pervert (laughs) did did the cops get on stream 
Yeah, well, just off, just off to the side. But people that were in my chat could hear me talking to them. And I was like, I was like so what is this? I was like, oh, I'm streaming, I'm live. Like, you know, I've got 15 viewers that are watching and kind of the people were talking. Dude, that away. is so funny. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. Eh? Yeah. Oh, that's so classic, dude. Well, um, speaking about funny, um, Wordle. Have you played Wordle? that game yet? Don't tell them what it is yet, guys. This is the most anticipated game. People have said that this is similar to Pokemon Go of games in 2022. Everyone's <laughs> playing it. What do you think it is, Kat? Oh, I thought you meant in terms of like, um, like <laughs> the game genre. <laughs> I was like, okay, no, it isn't, mate. <laughs> have you played this game? Well, you, have you played it? Uh, no, but I understand what it is. Yeah. I so what it it's is. a yeah. so for those that don't know Wordle, I mean, I'm sure you probably do because it's fucking everywhere. Like people are posting it in their social media um, feeds, oh, mate, you, you know, posting their, their Wordle it. score. Oh, I'm over it. Look, I don't want to see your stupid fucking green guess of a word. Very, congratulations, you have a vocabulary. I'm impressed about that, but I don't. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over it. Well, it seems like everywhere. It's just everywhere. Everywhere, typical me fashion uh, cap. I have researched the statistics on this one, mate. So, well, what statistics beginning exactly? Of, beginning of January, there were 300,000 players. Um, as of yeah, last January. week, there is over 2 million users. Wow, playing okay. Wordle globally. So, think of That's that as cool. a growth. Well, Chris, did you know it was recently bought by the New, bought by the New York Times? <laughs> Wait, are you kidding me? No, it was legitimately recently bought by the New York Times. So for... when is Activision Blizzard buying the New York Times, Cap? <laughs> yeah, well, good point. So it was bought by them for a low um, low seven figures. So what's that, like hundreds of seven millions? Figures. Oh, my God. Dude, we need to two, create two, an app, four, Cap. Five, six, I think we can do it. Hang on. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, no, it's like a million bucks. Tens of Where's millions. Jimmy? Yeah. Where's Jimmy? I think it's tens of millions, not hundreds of millions. So yeah, I mean, still, like, dude, that game is like there's it's nothing special. Um, it is mm. basically I think the guy who created it, right? He he basically designed it for his his partner or wife. Um, and it was just like he just wanted something for her to play because she loved word games and stuff. Or well, they did. You know what's very clever about it that I find? is that it's one word a day. So it's not something that you yeah. sit there and play it for hours. Yeah, it's like a little go, brain teaser for a your morning. Brain you know? teaser. And um, but I think crazy. That's pretty that's pretty cool, man. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean imagine Although developing I hate it. something I hate like it that. At the same time. Well yeah. cap I mean it's definitely not the same, meme. Mate. We need to create an app, Cap. What yeah. do you reckon, mate? Some well, this is the thing. I'm not creative enough to know what I should fucking make, so you have to do all that. I can probably, I, I can help develop it. I can develop it. You, you come up with the idea. I'll make it. <laughs> okay, mate. All right. It's yeah. called Turtle. Turtle. Okay. Yeah. Is it just? What is it? Wordle, but it's just different turtles. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, there's. Have you seen how many Wordle, Wordle, Wordle clones there are, Grizz? Wordle for gamers, Cap. But that's what I'm saying. Surely. There's so many Wordle clones out there. It is nuts. Oh, really? Yeah, like out of control. Like the app store has been flooded with all these Wordle clones, ones that you can play over and over again. But it's, um, I don't know. I, I, I just, the thing I love about Wordle is just the mm. fact that someone, a single developer has gone and sold this bad boy for probably like $20 million or something like that and yeah. probably built it in a weekend. And it's just exploded to this point. 
Kind All of right, nuts. let's stop talking about fucking Wordle, mate. It doesn't deserve any more of our time. <laughs> Come on, mate. We should, we should do a live Wordle one time. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. see who wins out of me, you and Pav. Keen. Yeah, Keen. that'd be good. Mm. We'll, we'll live stream it for five minutes and then we'll, we'll drop a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Go play hardcore Minecraft. I reckon that'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, another thing, um, okay, so getting off the topic of Wordle, Grizz, have you seen much about yeah. the, the Dark Souls servers and what's going on there at the moment? I know absolutely nothing about it, so I'm relying on you to tell me all about that one, Capo. Okay, so basically what's happened is a major security vulnerability was found with Dark Souls servers. So um, the, the when it was first kind of, well, it wasn't first discovered at this moment, but it was obviously first kind of televised, I guess, and, and um, became a bit more public. Um, so basically there was someone live streaming um, and doing PvP combat in, I think, Dark Souls 3, maybe? Um Anyways, was PvPing. There's a couple of, big, um, couple of big streamers on there that uh, do the old PvP thing across. Oh, absolutely! I think there's there's pretty big ones for one and three. Um, yeah, I can't remember exactly which game it was, but anyway, so um, was streaming um, PvP combat in in Dark Souls, and um, then all of a sudden, I think his game crashed, um, and then this voice started playing like text to speech and it was basically like the text to speech was calling him a scrub and he's a bad streamer and um, you know, get good. All you can do is like play PVP in groups and do this, that and everything else. You are kidding me. Yeah. So what has happened or something? Well, what happened was um, there's a security vulnerability in the multiplayer of these games because they're all, they're all built off the same um, like game engine. Right. And so what's happened is you can do some remote code execution through the servers on people's on people's machines when you match make with them, which is fucking bad. Dude, that is <laughs> like actually really bad. Insane. Yeah. And so what's happened is I'm pretty okay. So I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping I'm saying this right because I haven't read the thing in a while. But I'm pretty sure what had happened is this guy had match made with this person who then crashed the game on him, and then it remote executed the <laughs> um, text-to-speech on his computer to say all this shit. But the thing is, wow. you could technically do all kinds of shit with this, like some pretty nefarious, like, delete yeah. system 32 yep. kind of shit. So, Cap, um, did, this, yeah. um, did this happen... Did people hear the text-to-speech live on stream or did it crash yes. his PC? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's actually a video out there that you could probably go and find, and it's just like, this guy's like, uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Wow. And it's like you can hear the text of speech calling him a scrub and just yeah, it's um pretty neck <laughs> level. There's um yeah. do you remember Nikos Studios, Cap? Do you remember I when do. he was yeah. streaming? He used to play a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 um quite regularly on his stream. And in a similar vein, he basically stopped playing it because he was getting doxxed from playing the game. I can't remember really? exactly what happened. Yeah, but he had massive security breaches from Salty little kids getting angry about getting pawned oh, in the game, and has just gone. No, that's it. Not gonna, not gonna play that yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of brutal, like the the online space, and like if you um, anger some keyboard warrior, they're just gonna come after you with um, you know all the all the you know the artillery of the internet and um, mm. hit you with some 
some pretty shitty stuff. I mean, obviously we people have had massive issues with people getting swatted. I don't know if you you've seen yeah. a few of those happen, but I mean they're pretty terrifying, and especially in places like America where people. I, I don't know if anyone's been killed by SWAT. Maybe they have. Um, like, but you know, obviously people like. <laughs> you know because someone will ring up so for those who don't know what a swat is or get being swatted means <clears throat> someone finds like basically a lot of so it happens mostly in game spaces but um i think it happens with all kinds of shit but um someone finds out where you live and then someone makes an anonymous police report saying oh i can hear someone being murdered in this house or something something fucked up like that and, the cops and then the cops go there in. you know swat your freaking house um and then you know you're like i've literally done nothing what are you, you mm. fucking doing and then you're like getting shoved in a in a swap van so um <laughs> yeah. pretty hectic but yeah so going back to the dark souls thing yeah um, so what's so the outcome had to, there cap Have well they, the outcome they is they've closed these servers or what what's the well go? this is the thing right so um since this has happened they've taken the servers down for dark souls one two and three really? um yeah, and they released a statement saying, hey, um, obviously a, a pretty significant security vulnerability has been found. Um, we're working on it kind of thing. Um, the service mm. will be down um, until we can resolve this technical issue. Um, and so since then, the developers have taken the multiplayer tag off of the Steam store for oh, all of these games. Wow. So... I don't, I'm pretty sure the so, servers okay. aren't up anymore. But Cap, does this mean that you cannot summon your allies as well to come and help you fight? I think you can bosses? still do like you can do like um, or is it just the PvP regular summons, but it's just it's just multiplayer stuff. Oh no, you can't. I don't think you can summon anyone, dude. Like you, yeah, can, that's you what cannot I mean. play multiplayer at all. Like no, no human that, human multiplayer. That is actually quite big, man. I mean, I know these are Dark Souls three. When was that released? Cap two thousand and uh, what eighteen? I can't remember. Reasonably old games, but that is a pretty major uh, reaction to 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 this in my mind. Like, in terms of dropping the servers, you mean? Yeah, like so many people are going to be affected by that, right? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, it had to be done. I mean, it's yeah. it's 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 a really fucking bad security vulnerability. I wonder if they're going to try to fix it. And well, it. I mean, okay, so uh, where was it? Um, it's PvP. So this is the uh, the Dark Souls Twitter. Uh, PvP servers for Dark Souls three, two, and one have been temporarily de deactivated to allow the team to investigate recent reports of an issue with online services. Mm. Uh, servers for Dark Souls uh, PTDE, uh, which I think is the um, that's the original one. Uh, we'll join them shortly. So everything's gone down. Remastered the original Ooh. Dark Souls, the whole lot. And says, we yeah. we apologise for the inconvenience. That was on the 23rd of January and the servers mm. still aren't up. And since then, they've taken down that multiplayer tag, which makes me think, do they just, that's it? They don't do servers anymore? Maybe the vulnerability is so bad, they just absolutely, because I mean, I can't imagine them fixing the vulnerability for Dark Souls 1 and 2. Maybe no, three. I don't reckon. I don't reckon there's enough. There would be enough. It's not, uh, but the thing is, all right. So if depending on how bad the vulnerability is in the code base for those mm -hmm. games, it might be insane for them to detangle it and try and fix it. And that's a lot of man hours, a lot of money. Um, and are you going to make that money back on sales of those games anymore? Probably not. <laughs> no. well, um, Cap, so why would you do it? For an Elden Ring, mate, are they going to be using this? This is what I'm worried about, dude. Because those games are all made on the same fucking engine. Yeah, 
So what happens with Elden Ring? Does Elden Ring ship without multiplayer? Oh, dude, they have marketed it hard. It'd be like No Man's Sky happening to Elden Ring. Well, so this is what I reckon they, this is what I think's happening, right? They take down the multiplayer servers for one, two, and three, okay? They go, all right, too bad. We can't do it for these games because we're not going to put the man hours to fix them right now or at all. They they know, they found out what the issue is with those games. They've then gone into Elden Ring and done major fucking fix-ups ASAP yep. Yep. to address Rings. the issues mm. um, and, and put all the man hours into Elden Ring because obviously it's going to be re-releasing soon. They need to make that money and they will have continued money porting into that game by, um, you know, consumers um, for, you know, a reasonable amount of time to come. So it's obviously in their interest to fix that game and make sure that the multiplayer works for that game. But now that those one, two, and three have been up for so long, we probably won't see an awful lot of sales. I mean, I'm sure that those games sell, sell pretty well in sales on Steam and stuff like that here and there, but they wouldn't be like when they first got released and stuff, you know? I'm getting some weird things happening with your voice, Capo. Eh? I don't know if oh. you're picking up on that as well, Pav. Hang on. Is there something is it, strange going on, Pav? Is it still you're doing it? Right. Oh, it seemed to have fixed itself, I think. Yeah, I think my <laughs> um my voice meter is playing funny buggers, but um I, I just got to reset something when it does that, but that's fine. I'll Looks like we're back. On the web. Should be back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. All good. We're back. Um, um, yeah, 100%. Dude, that's, that's crazy, though. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's maybe it's a good thing, Cap, because maybe we'll get a game, Elden Ring, that's not going to be flawed by people getting doxxed, which would be real sad. Sad pandas. Well, yeah, I mean, on a, obviously, um, it all comes down to whatever the issue was and whether they're able to fix it. I'm sure they will be able to. Actually, in, interestingly enough, another part of this story: the PlayStation and Xbox um, versions of mm. those games were unaffected. Well, Ooh. I say unaffected, but. Um, because obviously they're played off an Xbox oh and a PlayStation. God, it doesn't dude. have the same issues. Fucking meme just made sense to me now that you've just said that. I saw something what? on Twitter today around someone saying it was like, uh, uh, it was like X- Xbox and PlayStation PvP is uh, having a good time while the PC guys are all stuck. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, now it's all making sense, man. I yeah. Not put it so together. actually. It might be that um, maybe, I mean, assuming, like I said, um, that they haven't been able to fix it on Elden Ring, I I would mm-hmm. imagine they probably fixed it or have yeah. been working towards it. Um, yeah. Maybe um, the PC copy ships without multiplayer and the PlayStation Xbox versions have multiplayer on release. Sounds like you're doing it again. It's going a bit crazy. You there, Capo? Is that, uh, is that fixed it? Yep. Yeah, I think my um, my voice meter is breaking um, more consistently over and over again. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll let you yarn some stuff yeah, about well, um, some Dark Souls. I'm just going to restart while my we're voice meter. While we're on Dark Souls, uh, those of you who don't know, there was a recent uh, Bloodborne was released on PlayStation X, but it was a crowdfunded, a modded uh, version of the game. So... Um, you may have seen it. It's crazy. I can't believe it. So it was a developer by the name of Lilith Walter has been working on a demake for 13 months of Bloodborne. A lot of us, Cap included, and a massive bunch of people have been looking for a way to play Bloodborne on PC in recent times. Well, if you're one of those people, now there's a way. Um, it is interesting. 
uh, on the release of this uh, of this game, they had over twenty five thousand people watching across Twitch, which was freaking huge. I think Cap's just going to go restart his PC, which is a bit of a pain. So you guys are stuck with me and Pav for a little bit. But yeah, uh, essentially uh, PSX um, releasing uh, Bloodborne, which was a good day, Pav. How are you, mate? Well, I thought I'd jump in while Cap's resetting. <laughs> Have you heard anything about uh, the Bloodborne remake, mate, or demake, should I say? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't played too many of this. <laughs> These games are much more in uh, UN Cap's realm. Uh, yeah. tell, tell, tell me about Tell me about Well, it's crazy, man, because, you know, PlayStation 1 graphics, right? So it is significantly different to PlayStation 4, 30 frames, uh, but it apparently feels and it feels as snappy and as good as the original. Oh. And he's basically redesigned this thing to work on a on a PSX. Um, and what I wanted to talk about, Pav, which I find really interesting, is I feel like modding games in general is something that uh is definitely happening more now Absolutely. and those release of modded games are, can be really successful so obviously we know super mario world and rom hacks is huge right mm -hmm. um things like they modded a, a super metroid not long ago it was a super metroid remake where they basically used all the assets and created a whole new super metroid game based off the super nintendo model which was really successful and i feel like that is definitely something that's more prevalent now which is pretty exciting for nerds like us modded modded games like imagine they modded dude what's that game you love pav the um silk song hollow knight, hollow knight. Hollow knight. There, there are some amazing modded hollow knight uh there? stuff there's like um uh rat like randomizers and um that sort of stuff there's been a few mods just to like help out with like speed running um yeah. as well but um haven't I'm realizing you mean more like a complete remake using the assets. Um, yeah. It looks like Cap's trying to jump back in. I'll just admit that. Let there him in. Go. There he is. Let him into the right. picture. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think um, my uh, PC had was reporting 99% RAM usage, and then oh. things just started going ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not good. <laughs> I'm in desperate need of a new PC. Um, hmm. which I am working on. So anyways, um, Bad, what, what hey, so Cap, what I was saying, yeah, man, I got, I got a fair way through the, um, Bloodborne PSX, but kind of where I landed at the end of, of explaining that process as a whole cap is it's a pretty, I feel it's a pretty exciting game in, uh, time in gaming in general, where people are demodding, modding games, um, so well that, it's becoming extremely popular. So I mentioned Cap that they had 25,000 people tuned in to watch the release of this, of uh, the Bloodborne demake on Twitch. Yeah. It was huge, man, massive. Some of the largest streamers were playing this. And, and then I was kind of touching on the fact that we have Super Mario World, you know, all the Kaizo stuff and, you know, taking assets and remaking games or just completely restructuring games and making them. There was a Super Metroid that was made, the Super Metroid remake as well and bits and pieces. And it's it seems to be something that is happening more often than not now with quite uh, quite quite a bit of success behind it as well. Just wondering your, yeah. your, your thoughts and opinions on that. Well, yeah, I, to be honest, I'm surprised this hasn't been given a cease and desist by Sony. To be, to be fucking Yeah, why honest. hasn't it, man? Do they not know um, about it, you reckon? Or? I don't know. Like, I think um, maybe they just don't care as much. Um, 
Because I think I think the Bloodborne D make now. Correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you've yeah. already spoken about it, but um, I missed yeah. it. Um, it's a full the D make. Sorry, it's a full remake of. Yeah. And there's only what one area um, that you basically yeah, go. Starting, I think it only has one boss. Starting area and the cleric beast and Father Gascoigne, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. bosses. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, yeah, which is it's it's pretty cool. I think um, obviously in this day and age, uh, people can. Um, you know, self-develop all kinds of shit um, from their home and 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 pump it out. So it's it's, it's pretty cool. But I think I, I don't know. Overall, like I'm trying to think of um, uh, other um, complete, I don't know complete, uh, complete demakes things, yeah. that they've done. Um, yeah. I know that it's been a pretty popular thing in recent times to demake um, things to look like PlayStation games, and people will do like small mini. Um, like proof of concept kind of things of mm. I'm just, I can't I can't think of any games off the top of my head, but I've definitely seen them, um, you know, floating around on the interwebs here and there. But I think the the Bloodborne demake has definitely been the most notable one that's happened in recent times that I can remember. Yeah, do they even did the um, cutscenes and stuff from what I can see in it, and from what I have heard, uh, in terms of the way it plays, like the the dodging and mechanics is pretty much it feels spot on to what pretty do- a bloodborne you know, yeah yeah pretty bloodborne which is pretty a bit of a feat in itself because i feel like uh that has a very unique um play style and it relies on precision inputs etc for for you to not get clamped by the enemies oh, so absolutely i think um yeah i mean it it sounds like it's pretty bloody interesting regardless but um yeah, I don't know. Will you give it a crack? Like, do you think you'd, nah. you'd try it? It's not. Uh, it's not really my. Well, actually, it is my wheelhouse because I love Dark Souls. But I don't know. Like a D make, give me fucking sixty frames, Bloodborne cap, and I'll be playing. Well, yeah. I, I, I think we might have spoken about this before, maybe even on this podcast. But I, I vaguely remember being the reason why they haven't done that is because the physics system is based on the frame rate and so yeah by yeah. increasing the frame or allowing the frame rate to increase it fucks with a lot of the physics system so they'd have to go back and retroactively fix all that shit but um i don't know i don't know i just, I, I just, I just want to know I, I could have talked about pokemon while you were gone and i didn't mate missed opportunity oh god yeah i mean do you want to talk about it quickly we may as well you've already brought it up Oh, dude it's fucking i actually think it might be fake news if, if you have not heard guys if, and you are uh, on twitch tv a bit you may have heard that pokimane's two-year twitch contract ended last week sometime um and she's basically said i'm just gonna have a little break and i'll re-speak to you on the 8th there is a little bit of background because it was quite commonly known cap that pokimane's contracted hours from twitch were insane like, what, you, what does that mean? Like, as in the hours she, she, had, she to had work? She had a specific number of hours that she had to stream uh, oh. per week as part of the contract. Is that right? Um, yeah. And she made, a, she made a couple of comments on it. And she her, her stream hours are insane. Like, the, the amount of time that she streamed in 2020, 2021, like, up there, almost, you know, four or five at least hours a day. Uh, a lot of the time. So pretty huge. Um, every day? Basically, there's a... Yeah, every day. Yep. Like including um, ex- weekends? 
well, Cap, I'm not a Pokemon. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, four or five hours a day is fuck all, mate. We work 7.5, mate. That's pretty good. No, no, no. I'm every day of the year, dude. Every day of the year. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But so XQC called her up and he had a video of it saying basically, so what's going on here? Like, are you moving platform kind of thing? And her response was, I've been through so much shit. Um, I don't care about what platform I stream on were her exact words on the response. Oh, is that right? Uh, so we could we could see a change, which is pretty interesting. She may she may be moving across, which will be a, quite a large loss, I think, um, for Twitch. And I think that with the loss of Tim the Tatman, amongst others. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it definitely is interesting to see what happens with the the streamer space i'm I'm just so disconnected with with streamers <laughs> these days i've got to be honest like i think my yeah. only real like connection to much twitch stuff these days is this this podcast but um i don't know i, I always do think the biggest any, streamers Cap, do you watch any twitch still do you ever watch i watch, I watch dota streams um it's me pretty too pretty much that's, the only thing i really watch that's pretty much the same i'll log in and, to... and and lurk in some mates streams here and there Oh man, it's crazy! Like I used to spend so much time in Kaizo streams, um, Super Mario World, like Jazz Cook, and even some of the smaller guys. But man, I just lately I just haven't really been enjoying even watching it. Like yeah. I would, it's not something that I enjoy watching anymore. I guess taste changes, yeah. Yeah, I think life changes as well, though, right? Like I remember I had a lot more time up my sleeve when I was watching a lot of Twitch. <laughs> Um, but these yeah. days, dude, I cannot watch Twitch and do my job at the same time. So um, mm. that basically negates, you know, seven and a half, eight hours of my day that I can't watch Twitch. And then when I get home, I just want to like read a book or hang out with mm. my wife or, um, you know, <laughs> do life things basically, not watch Twitch. But um, I, I really enjoyed my time in in that space, but it's definitely not. I mean, to be honest, for me, and Twitch has always been this for me, it's never been watching Tim the Tapman or Pokemon or, you know, the XWCYZ yep. bloke. Um, it's always been hanging out in my mates streams and smaller streamers and supporting those blokes. Cause I think they're so much more interesting and engaging. Mm. I have no idea how people watch those bigger streamers. I, I'll roll that back. I do. I understand why they do, but I just find it so boring. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. people watch it. I just don't find yeah. it interesting at all. Um, so Pat's, I'd rather Pat's hang kind of saying here that um, he watches 99% of his content on YouTube. And I think there's a reason. Yeah. I, I, I get that because the YouTube stuff is usually edited. Um, you don't have to sit through three hours of someone playing something to, to get what you need from it. Um, yeah. I can kind of kind of see that as well. Yeah. Sure. It, it'd be interesting to see what happens with live streaming in the next five years, say, where, I mean, obviously it's still got a lot of um, push and um, it's it's quite a, you know, it's obviously a, a really important media um, for a lot of people, but I think it's changing a lot where people obviously consuming things via YouTube a lot as well and always have, and maybe people are migrating back to that platform and then consuming the more bite-sized edited portions of stuff. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't know, maybe people like having these streams on in the background kind of thing, um, which is also how I consume my podcasts a lot of the time. I like to listen to really long, like topic podcast stuff um, in the background that sometimes I don't even really listen to the podcast. It's just kind of on, but um, maybe that's how people are consuming these live streamers. Um, I don't know. But yeah, again, like I was saying, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in 
in hanging out in smaller streamers, um, you know, chats and hanging out with those guys. Cause I think that like, for me, live streaming is about the interactivity and the only way to interact with big streamers is by paying them money. So, um, you know, obviously people got to <laughs> yeah. make money. I get that. That's yep. fine. And yep. people do pay them money and they make a fucking lot of money. Some of them. Um, but I'd rather get some, you know, m- well, not so much meaningful, but just, I don't know, just some interaction. But so cat, it's just me. Yeah. Tell me about Pokemon, mate. Tell me. Yeah. You, tell me. From you, one Pokemon to a Pokemon. Yeah. Well, Grizz, I'm just going to say this is the most yes. fun I've had playing Pokemon since Ruby version, um, which I would say is my favorite Pokemon game of all time. And it's the last one that I actually fully played through. Cap Ruby um, version, what was that on, mate? How, is that uh, I think that Nold came out with the Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance, okay, yeah. So it's an older one. Um, yeah. It was Ruby and Sapphire. Um, I've played Pokemon games since then and probably played them for about, you know, five hours maybe and then just fallen off them. I think, um, look, <laughs> and I'll get into the review in a second, but I think Pokemon is really staled for me. Um, and the thing is with a lot of Pokemon games, like it's, I think Pokemon reaches a lot of new um, generations of human beings, not Pokemon. Um, that's another thing. Um, but a new, uh, like, it, I think every generation of Pokemon games that comes out, it, like that's the Pokemon game for a new generation of human beings. And so I just yeah. wasn't encapsulated within that cohort anymore by a certain point in time. Um, I know a lot of people love those games and they play them religiously. Every single one that comes out, we've got a mate, Cardles, who plays every single game, um, Pokemon Go, anything Pokemon related plays it and loves it. And um, yeah. I just couldn't keep that up any longer um, because it was just the same well, shit rehashed, you know, over and over dude, again. You look, at, you look at the formula they had in those games, and I'm sure you'll get this to this in your review as well, but I feel like, there was it was just such a similar formula in what they were oh, presenting. Oh, absolutely! It's the same thing every time. They might change things slightly here and there, like add in a new mechanic to the battles, like a big special evolution that pops up that you can do here and there for certain Pokemon. Gigantamax. Or, yeah, Gigantamax, um, mm. or something else. I don't know. Um, that they they do iterate on it a little bit, and I, I'm probably being a little bit um, um, brutal when I'm saying all this, but I don't know. For me, Pokemon just has not really interested me um, or Mm. grabbed my attention for a very long time. And Pokemon Arceus or Arceolius has fully grabbed my attention. (laughs) I've played a lot of it. So, Cap, I haven't played it, so I wouldn't mind you giving me a good old little rundown. What what is it, mate? What is it? So it's... It's basically like an open world Pokemon game, and you're gonna as people are gonna go. But wait, we had that Sword and Shield was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. You had these kind of open world areas that you go to, um, mm. and you go and do things that. Well, I mean, I, you know, you go into the route, and then that route is kind of open to a degree, and then you can go and do stuff in there. But <laughs> Arceus is structured with a a hub world that you go and do all your questing and handing shit over. And then you have um, some big open world areas that you can go and catch Pokemon in. Now, the thing about Arceus is it's basically completely rejigged the whole Pokemon formula in the sense that, you know, it's still Pokemon. It is still, it's still a bare bones, like Pokemon game. You go in there and you catch Pokemon, you fight Pokemon. And, um, you know, the whole game's about, you know, got to catch them all and, 
um, you know, it's all Pokemon themed. But um, the thing is, they've really like held on to a few interesting RPG elements that has just, for me, <clears throat> made the made it feel a bit more mature. Um, again, it's still Pokemon, so it's it's still a little bit, you know, anime kind of, um, you know, a bit kitsch here and there, but. It definitely feels a little bit more mature, um, but the the RPG elements that are in this game um, just mm. do a lot to really help carry it um, in a new and interesting way for me. Um, so, <clears throat> when you the way that the game is kind of structured is you have this ongoing quest. I'm trying not to give you too much spoilers, Chris, because I think you should really play this game. But there's an okay. ongoing quest um, that happens, um, and you're kind of trying to figure out what's going on in this world and why you've been brought to this 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 place. Um, and you're going out into this world and and catching Pokemon. Now, you, it kind of it's almost structured like a Monster Hunter game. So you go out on this expedition. Yeah. Do you feel like the storytelling is well done in it, mate? I actually do. Yeah, I think it's a it's probably the most compelling Pokemon story I've I've played before, okay. um, mm. which is saying something because is it they're, voiced they're or really... is it all text? Is no, it, text? it still isn't voiced. Um, this they I mean, it's. It's, yeah, they, they they haven't done the voice, which I assume would be just a. Yeah. I, I so this is what I think happened with Arceus, right? Is I think that they wanted to try it and see how it went because people mm. have been asking for this kind of thing for so long, but they decided, oh well, people keep buying these mainline games. Why would we try anything different? And so mm. I don't think they put an awful lot of money into it, but I think they developed it pretty well with what they had. Um, so. I think ultimately, like, you know, they're not going to have voice acting because they're not going to pay for it. But I think the game's better off without voice acting, frankly, because I don't know if you've heard bad video game voice acting, Grizz. <laughs> I'm sure you have. But when it's bad, it's fucking bad. I'm telling you, yeah. if this had bad voice acting, it might put me off the game. Dude, isn't that you mentioned briefly, but Dying Light 2's got shit voice acting, doesn't it? From what well, I, I don't I know. I've, I've heard that the voice acting is a bit average here and there. Um, mm. I, I haven't experienced it because um, I did manage to grab a copy, but um, I heard the story and yeah, going it, like it really does break a game. I find some of the like Final Fantasy VII, like just like some of the like those type of games where there's just well over the top and yeah, yeah, it does almost break a game for you sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I see. So the text kind of worked, maybe. Yeah, I think this. I think it works fine for this kind of. It kind of um, it's a bit like. Um, um, Oh, what is it? Legend of Zelda that has is partially voice acted, but the rest of it isn't. Mm. Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild does that. I'm Breath pretty sure it did. Yeah, yeah, Breath of the Wild's like partially voice acted or something from memory. For someone um, like me who's dyslexic, reading lots of things is hard. So yeah, but, yeah. look, I, I mean, to be honest, it's it's pretty straightforward text. It's not like um, I mean, there is a fair bit of it here and there, um, mm. but it's 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 fairly easy to follow. It's not like they're, they're using any you know particularly big vocabulary. It is a Pokemon game, but I, I would say overall, the actual story is is it's actually it's interesting because it's the first time that I can really think that I've seen Pokemon games actually talk about kind of death in Pokemon, which has kind of always been like I think they've always been a little bit like tiptoe around the whole fainting kind of thing and. Um, yeah. It kind of people are like so this this whole game takes place in kind of like a proto like pokemon world where people aren't using pokemon in their everyday life yet um and you're kind of like this person who needs to go out in the world and deal with these pokemon issues that are happening in the wider area and then over time like 
the people that you are sort of helping slowly integrate Pokemon into their everyday life, but they're quite scared of Pokemon and, and um, you know, don't really know too much about them. And they're kind of this weird mystical kind of thing going on, but um, it's, it's definitely, it definitely feels like the story feels a little bit more mature and not, it's not, not, it's not like a game of Thrones or anything like that or mm. um, anything, but it's, it definitely feels more mature and, and a bit more interesting to me. So okay. yeah, it's What's good. But I think, info, yeah. But the gameplay is amazing. Like it's 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 really good fun and it's very compelling and it's very um, addictive in my opinion. Um, so the whole thing is like it's it doesn't it doesn't sort of you don't walk through bushes and Pokemon jump out. Pokemon are just there in the world, um, which I think was the case in Sword and Shield to some degree. Was that correct? Mm. You could see the Pokemon roaming around. Yeah. So well, they had a mixture. So they had wild Pokemon in the grass where you could encounter them. Um, through random encounters but then you could also have yeah you're wandering you're wandering pokemon in the wild area that you can go and encounter the wandering ones are usually higher level and would kick your ass most of the time yeah yes so i mean um pokemon um arceus doesn't have any um bush pokemon (laughs) i'm just gonna call um (laughs) (laughs) the bush pokemon (laughs) so they're all you can see them they're all out in the world and you you like a lot of them so you can either um try and catch them or um or battle them right but a lot of the mechanic is like um you try and sneak around and throw Mm. pokeballs at them from the bushes and and try and catch them unawares because if you um throw a pokeball at it and it hasn't seen you you have a higher chance of capturing it within the pokeball um and if you throw a pokeball at its back you have an even higher chance so you're kind of doing this like this is what i've seen footage but how do you like if you want to fight one how do you fight them as opposed to trying to catch them like what's the so you so you're you're you have like um you you switch between uh, so you have like a little hud and you have this little area where either your your items show up or you can switch to your pokemon and so you, you catch pokemon and then you throw your pokemon out to the pokemon and you begin a battle and the battles are seamless within the world it doesn't cut to like a like a turn-based thing i mean it is still That's turn-based but you're instantly in the battle and then you can walk around whilst this battle's taking place within the, the battle area and 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 obviously give commands to your pokemon to attack um the opposing pokemon and and it all happens in 3D. And, and I tell you what, the animations for the moves are quite fucking awesome. Um, some of the bigger moves that you get later on in the game, like some of the, I don't know, like the, um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, like Ultra Beam and stuff like that. Um, is that Pokemon? I saw, sure I, saw, I saw a fucking Twitter clip of this Snorlax just absolutely clamping some little bug. Yeah. Pokemon, <laughs> <a hyper> <laughs> yeah, cop this, yeah, bastard. <laughs> so it's um, it's it's really cool. It just feel it just feels like it, it, there's no stop start. You know, you're just in this world. You're catching fucking Pokemon. You're trying to sneak around. Um, there's a crafting system now, so all your Pokeballs are crafted. Um, you can buy them from a vendor, but it, you, like you, there's materials that you can get out in the world. So you throw your Pokemon at um, nodes, and and they will mine or um grab berries or stuff like that cap how does the because it looks kind of you can like fly around and fucking use your yep. turn into a pokemon to climb up walls and stuff how does all that work once you've caught that do you do you have to so have it in no, your party or like no no nope, nope. cool. so 
the cool thing about it is your like travel Pokemon, um, they are all part of the storyline um, and oh, you get access to different gotcha. modes of travel depending as the story progresses. So um, like I said before... It, the, are the, we doing the, spoiler-free reviews here? I probably just spoiled the bunch for people. Sorry, Kazi. I'm trying to be as spoiler-free as, as possible, but like, you know, the whole game is structured. Like you go to these different big biomes and they're huge. They're, fuck, they're actually massive. And each, you know, as the story progresses, you get access to different yeah, Pokemon right. that help you traverse those different areas um, and, and different um, terrain within those areas. So I'm trying not to say too much, but um, mm. yeah. And then there's there's also boss battles that you don't even need to use Pokemon to fight the bosses, which are actually pretty cool. And it requires like dodging mechanics and stuff like that. And you're trying to like um, fight these big um, boss Pokemon that have gone ballistic and you're trying to like quell them. So that's yeah. something else that happens within the game. But um, yeah, going back, obviously crafting and all your stuff is crafted. Um, mm. You get crafting recipes. Um, so it kind of has that kind of survival kind of thing going for it, but it actually feels a little bit like monster hunter. So like you're kind of going out and you're getting all these um, items that you find in the world. Um, you're finding these monsters and you go, Oh shit, what's that? What's that Pokemon? And then you go and have a bit of a look and then you, um, you realize, Oh um you know, it's a bit higher level than me because it's a new area or whatever. Mm. Um, there's some, uh, some of the Pokemon in the world have like red eyes and they're much larger than the other Pokemon. And they're, 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 they generally have like a significant high level tied to them. And if you can catch them, you have access to them. Um, is this the so, Sekiro crossover and they're all ill with the rot cap? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, um, I don't really know what's going on yet. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a significant portion through the game. Um, I've, mm. I'm on the second last area that I've unlocked. Um, and I kind of roughly know what's going on, but I don't, I have, it hasn't really, the big unveiling of what's going on hasn't really happened yet. You're still kind of like trying to figure out what, why all these Pokemon are going a bit ballistic or it's especially these, these, well, do you know what? I'm not going to say any more about the story, but yeah, there's shit going down and I'm still learning what's going on. But, um, but yeah, overall Grizz, like the game is, is phenomenal. There are some graphics fidelity issues with it. And I think like when I first started playing the game, a lot of the stuff in, in the game has this like purple tinge to it. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck's like, am I supposed to interact with this random terrain? Because it was teaching you about the crafting system. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so do I, am I supposed to like hit this rock face or some shit? And that wasn't the case. It's just there was this weird purple tinge around everything, and that's just how the game was. So I was like, what the hell's going on here? Um, so they eventually figured out what it all meant. Um, but I think because obviously this game's on the Switch, and we spoke about this um, on a, on the other podcast, um, yeah. you know, the Switch is, you know, it's, 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 it's old now. I mean, it, what, it's been around for like, what, five or six, seven years now? Yeah, Probably but Captain close to seven Breath of the Wild, mate, that was fucking yeah. great. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong, but I mean, like, a game as yeah. ambitious as Arceus, like, the, like when, like, dude, you got to play this game. When you see, like, yeah. the, the biomes, like, they, they're big, they're expansive, there's a lot going on in them, um, they're quite impressive. I mean, they're not, they're not the, the greatest graphical thing you've ever seen ever but obviously there's a lot going on for this little switch to try and generate and so i think the way that they get around that is these little funny graphical things going on so mm. for example when pokemon are quite far away from you you can see that they're the fps of the pokemon drops um quite <laughs> dramatically so you have these birds like kind of flapping like <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you get close and then they they have a normal flying animation so it's all it's all to try and you reduce the strain on the on the switch um yeah. and so i think that purple thing was to do with some fog or something that was happening elsewhere how many captain perth do you give it out of 10 then cap honestly i'm it's not perfect i'm gonna say an 8.5 for me um but i've been having a freaking blast with it honestly mm. the the po pokemon arceus game is definitely worth a crack and i you do you gotta play it the cool thing about it as well grizz is the pokedex um you don't just catch pokemon to fill the pokedex you actually have to do some research tasks for each pokemon so you and there's a bunch of different tasks associated with different Pokemon. Most of them have like catch Pokemon, um, catch that particular Pokemon, defeat it in battle, yada, yada, yada. But then other ones will be like, see it use, um, I don't know, like water jet in battle or defeat this Pokemon with fire moves in battle. Um, and that will give you points towards fi like filling out the, the um that particular pokedex um entry for that pokemon um so okay. once you get 10 points you mm. you've you've you finished that particular um pokedex entry um so each pokemon you have to actually do some work to you can't just see it in in the that's wild cool, and catch dude. it i like that yeah that's I what like i mean that. it's it's got a monster hunter feel to it like yeah, it, they've, yeah. they've done some interesting stuff so i think the for me with arceus is i i think i hope that they continue to make these games and may I, I would think that maybe they branch between the mainline games because people are obviously still playing and buying them and then they have the pokemon legends games where well, they, they're a bit more like would this. you expect a dlc for this cat so i had a bit of a look online i would expect one for sure because i think yeah. it, it's it's almost it's almost been as popular as animal crossing hmm. wow so which is pretty oh, fucking pokemon's going to bring people regardless of oh absolutely doing, but i think i think they've been pre pleasantly surprised because i think even a lot of the people that play pokemon were probably pretty surprised with the quality of this game mm. and just how um you know how, how decent it's been um but um i think yeah i think definitely i'm hoping a bit of dlc i can imagine them bringing in another biome or um small area that you could go and catch some more pokemon apparently again i haven't finished the game but once you finish the main storyline there's actually post-game content that's actually quite challenging Ooh, um go. so some people are reporting that the difficulty of the game is a little bit easy it is a little bit of a walk in the park for a lot of the the main quest but i think um for the most part yeah i think i think um yeah so i Cap can see that being dlc you didn't answer my question how many captain perths out of 10 I said eight point five. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, there yeah. you go. Out of oh, ten, well yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I, I, I think. Um, look, I think it's not perfect, and it it, it could be. Like I, I was saying to um, Cardles the other day, like I feel like it needs like some I don't know something else going on in there just to make it a little bit more because a lot of the um, quests that you get in there that aren't the main storyline are like go and catch this Pokemon and show it to me, or um, go and find this thing and and get it to me or go and speak to this person so if they could like flesh out the rpg mechanics of this game in the next iteration of this game it'll be insane that's what i'm saying i think the the direction of this game that is ta it's taking pokemon i think is awesome and i think it's gonna be so fucking cool so cap look i haven't played the game so i can't give myself a review but what i've gone and done for you mate is i have gone and pulled uh <laughs> four reviews from yeah. metacritic and yeah, my yeah, challenge yeah. to you is to uh, tell you tell me what you think they scored it out of ten based on the the review comment. 
Okay. Um, All right. All right. Marshall from Metacritic says, best Pokemon game ever. When I saw Charizard, I clapped. Very few things (laughs) in life can make me as happy as a great Pokemon RPG and Sword and Shield repeatedly left me in a state of pure childlike joy. The 40 hours plus I've spent in Sword and Shield. Why is he saying Sword and Shield? Has he got the game wrong? Well, there you go. I've left me uh, comfortable with calling it the best Pokemon game I've ever played, and I've played them all. There you go, Marshall. Okay. I'm get- it's going to be a 10, right? Surely that's a 10. 10. 10 out of 10, mate. He got a 10. 10 out of 10. So that all was right, from not- Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah, he's fucking copy and paste the wrong game in there, and I've taken it. Sniper 3 2 1. Okay, uh, after several hours of gameplay, I can really say it's the best Pokemon game I've ever played. Started my journey with Pokemon Red and Blue uh, and came all my way to here. The game is amazing, smooth gameplay, cute Pokemon style. Yep. Open world. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, that's going to be a 10 as well, surely. That was, that was a 9, so pretty Ooh. dang close. Kamikaze Cracker. Here we go. Let me just get this out of way first. I'm a massive Pokemon fan, and I've never been more disappointed. Ooh. Not only betrayed fans, but outright lied to consumers. The game still has Jesus. the same problem plaguing the franchise ever since Gen 6. The story is bad. The writing is bad. The characters are bad. The pacing is bad. Uh, <laughs> on top of charging more for these games, they cut content. Uh, to all the people that keep supporting, why? Okay. I think that sounds like a maybe a one. <laughs> I, do you know what? I actually agree with some of the things he's saying in there. The story isn't groundbreaking. It's just another Pokemon game, you know? Yeah. It's, it, that's all it is. It's just another Pokemon game. It's not, it's not here to, you know, make a – it's not here to um, win an Oscar or anything. It's just a, it's just a story, a vessel for – um, the rest of the Pokemon game, but I don't know. I don't know if they've lied. Um, I, I would say that the reason. I mean, this is a completely new game, right? So, hmm. um, and I've I've discussed this before, Grizz, and, and let me know what you think about this. But you know, animating hundreds of different Pokemon and creating, yeah. oh, you man. know, it would mate. It would take forever. It yeah. would take forever. And it was very, it dude, it was very ambitious with what they've tried to do with it, right? Yeah, Not absolutely. only animating all the Pokemon, but all the textures of an open world game is that's a lot of work. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think I think you can't please everyone, obviously, and there's gonna be some bozos out there that just yeah. uh you know so negative about things and you know, whatever. It's it's their life, they can do whatever they like. But I think the game is is solid. But what was that? Was that, was that like a ten? That was a one. And, yeah, okay. it was a one out of ten. And this is my very last one uh, out of the lot. Um, and basically, you got some dot points here. Um, ten FPS, Nintendo sixty four textures, limited content. Uh, the animations are bad. Do not trust game reviews. I thought this game was good because everyone likes Pokemon, but this is not. It's a scam. A lot of Jesus. paid reviews here. But I just want to say, overall, Cap, on uh, if you didn't know, on Metacritic, so there's a there's a meta score, which is basically mm-hmm. the people that are paid to review games, uh, and there's a user score. Um, uh, one second. So is it... Um... Is there a fair bit of discrepancy between the two scores? Yes, there is. Yep. So we have a, a Metacritic score 
of 84. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, it's pretty well aligned. 88.1 user score. Dude, yeah. that is, that's actually pretty high. That's, they're doing quite well. Dude, I, 100%. I mean, what what was the um, uh, uh, RCS sales? Um, I think they've actually sold some um, so a significant amount of, of stuff. So um, what's this one? This one's saying... Uh, yeah, how many uh, units have they sold? Oh, uh, 6.5 million, uh, which Ooh. is nuts. Absolutely Ooh. freaking nuts. Um, the game has overtaken so, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which collectively sold six million copies in the first week of sale. It sold more than in, than Sword and Shield, mate. So it's it's clearly doing something right. Um, so I don't know. I guess we'll see how it how it goes in in times to come. But Pav was saying earlier in here that um, that the the games the like the Pokemon games are looking to be um, a mainline game in one year, and then the second year is going to be a Pokemon remake game so they'll remake one of the earlier pokemons and then the third year will be another pokemon legends game so which if that's the case i'm stoked because i'll just be playing pokemon every three years basically um, <laughs> yeah, so, it does seem pretty good hey um is there any uh, any uh, discussions about bringing pvp in cap is there well that's the thing because it's, or... it's purely single player um you can yeah. trade pokemon i think um i haven't tried um, and there are so that the way that they introduce multiplayer in this game is you can find people's satchels out in the world, and that's where I think people have perished due to Ooh. you know unforeseen circumstances. So you go and find you, you, you see them on your map, and you can pick up these satchels, and then you can trade them in for MP points, which you can then trade in for items. Um, from kind of the feels MP like Subnautica kind of vibes where you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Your- yeah, that's the only PvP. Uh, well, they don't have any PvP. That's the only multiplayer aspect to the game that they have. But um, so yeah, who's I mean, Pokemon Cap. Who is your favorite Pokemon ooh. that you've caught? Who's leading the party, mate? Who's, who's kicking um, the I've got this Pokemon that's literally just a fucking hot air balloon. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Dr- Drifloon or something like that. And he just he, okay. all he does is do like psychic. I don't know why. I think he's just like a ghost Pokemon. And he just he just psychic attacks and then has a fire move and he's just a big hot air balloon and I've, he's he's probably he's the best Pokemon because he's just a fucking yeah. giant balloon. And it's then there's also it. these little monkeys that have little gloves on their tail and they're pretty cool. Oh, what are they? I know what they're called. Any shinies Apple. yet, Cap? Oh, you know, actually, dude, I haven't, I haven't seen a single shiny. I haven't seen a single shiny yet. Not a single shiny, mate. Far out. I'm the most unluckiest person on the fucking planet. But apparently, that you can get a shiny for free. Um, yeah. in the game i won't just disclose how because uh, again i don't want to any spoilers um but yeah you can get one for free but yeah i haven't seen any apparently um so there's a mechanic called outbreaks and you can see on the world map where things are outbreaking and i think the whole idea of that i haven't really investigated it too much yet because i've been too busy following the story but i think it's where a big group of a same type of pokemon pops up and then you can go there and i guess you must have a higher chance of seeing a shiny because there's more of that particular type of pokemon there so Hot dang. there's always been well i don't know what this one's like but in the previous uh pokemon games there's always been a way to increase your chance of catching pokies in the wild yeah so i know there is some ways that people have been using to try and get like shinies and stuff i haven't really looked into it because i've been too busy playing the game myself but um yeah overall grizzo pokemon arceus i've really enjoyed it look 
I it's not the best game ever. Um, it's probably my favorite Pokemon game that I played in a very long time. Um, and I've put a lot of time into it and I've been really enjoying it. I'm finding it um, quite addictive, just running around in that world, catching Pokemon and um, just, you know, filling out my Pokedex. Um, that's another thing. I've never really felt like I wanted to ever fill out my Pokedex, but now I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm going to fill this motherfucker out. So <laughs> it's been good. I think I really, you got to play it, man. I reckon you really enjoy it. Well, dude, I've actually been playing Pokemon in the past, you know, in the recent past. So I did Pokemon Sword Shield. I did Shining Pearl. And then I was doing a couple of randos, Pokemon randos of, um, uh, what was it? Pav, I don't know if you ever watched my stream. Um, Leaf Kazi? Oh, Leaf Green or whatever. Maybe Leaf Green or Fire something. Yeah, it was very good, actually. They randomized Fire Red. Real, real fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, those were remakes of the originals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing, Grizz, is um, uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering if people will start doing Nuzlocks of, of Arceus. Oh, dude, 100% they will. Challenge, yeah. I'm sure that people already are. Yeah. But I, I just don't know how you would do it with that because there's no well, yeah, or anything, is there? The like, structure's a bit weird. Well, to... No, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It probably the, the structure of the game probably doesn't owe to a Nuzlocke. And for those at home who don't know what a Nuzlocke is, it's basically... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Grizz, but you yeah. you have to, like, you basically impose a self-challenge where you can only, um, if, if your Pokemon die in battle, they are dead and you can't reuse yeah. them. Um, mm -hmm. You can only catch a certain number of Pokemon in each area or route. Um, yeah. And so, and if you lose all your Pokemon, then you die done, effectively. Yeah. There's also like level caps and there's a bunch, there's a, a, yeah, there's like basically homebrew rules depending on what one you're playing, but there can be level caps and you can only find, you know, one Pokemon per route and you've got to release your starter. And there's a, there's a bunch of rules, but really fun, challenging. Um, I actually really enjoy, I know that um, other, other, couple other streamers enjoy those as well. Good, good yeah. fun to watch, man. Like, I'll never forget Sword and Shield, mate. Getting three quarters way through that, and then just making one silly mistake. Ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead. Brutal. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you could. I, you know, I'm sure they'll they'll figure out rules to make like a Nuzlocke interesting in that game, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know Dude, how they do it. There's rules like because uh, it was challenging in Sword and Shield because you got those Pokemon that are running around, right? So you can see those. So they gave you two options: you can either run through the tall grass and pick up the first one you see or you can put a blindfold on and just run in a certain direction until you come across <laughs> the wandering lines. Uh, that's awesome good. i like that yeah, it's not too uh, bad that's so funny. some good uh, for, for sure well grez i think um we might we're gonna have to wrap this this bad boy up we've been going for a fair while on this one and i, I think my, oh. my my since because i had my pc crash i had my timer restart so it's reading 40 minutes now so it must be yeah. about the 60 minute mark which is full Mate, on for a we have a done video, so. very well tonight uh guys if you are brand new to the podcast uh, and you are listening please uh feel free to rate us share the content or like yeah. on whatever service you're on. I really appreciate you listening in and hanging out tonight. Um, yeah, we are Oceanic Gaming Radio. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitch. Uh, we are on uh, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, so please go and rate us. Please um, support the channel uh, and the podcast. 
Um, and we do have a Patreon for those interested. Obviously, uh, it's not required. You do not have to do it. But um, if you would like to, we'd appreciate the support um, to help uh, pay for bits and pieces that we have to with um, the new the podcasting. Um, I mean, you, if you guys don't know, you, you have to pay for all kinds of shit to get, um, you know, unify all your platforms and get shit sent out onto your different Spotify's and all that kind of crap. It's, it's fucking not cheap, okay? I think so, I owe someone yeah. some money for that, actually. Pav? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll probably owe Pav, like, 50 beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll sort that out. But, yeah, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Appreciate you. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Um, again, uh, go and follow us on all our things. And, uh, Grizzo, it's been a pleasure, mate. Mate, absolute pleasure. Those of you that are in the Twitch chat will be with you guys in two shakes. On the, You can catch the YouTube. Uh, there's edited VODs on there. Otherwise, on any podcasting app. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time on the OGR. OGR.